everybody, and welcome to Retro Rewind. Today, we are talking about ActRaiser. Craig, hit that saucy music. Oh, oh that's great. With me to talk about ActRaiser is my good friend Craig, because... Uh, Luke decided that he doesn't like video games, and he's gonna go play Warcraft. Yeah, poor Luke. We've lost him now to Warcraft, that's it, it's, it's done. Nino Kuni, <laughs> what? <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Alright, so, very quick, just off the bat, it was developed by Quintet, and it was released in December 1990 in Japan, and then November 1991 in America, and March 1993 in Europe. Europe, however, also got a mobile phone port in 2004, which is pretty cool, actually. Yeah, I looked for it, but it's not on Android, or it's not in the current Android store. I don't know what it must... It might have came out in, like, Symbian or something like that, and let's not have that Symbian conversation again before you start. (laughs) I would never, sir. I gotta say, that's kind of weird that it would just plunk that out. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so just um, oh sorry, on you go. No, 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 I'm no, interrupting. No, no. no, I'm interrupting your ho- hosting. Oh my 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 sacred hosting. I was gonna ask. Yeah. Uh, what, so what's your history, man? Uh, have you ever heard of this and played this? I've I've never heard of it. Surprisingly, uh, n- never ever heard of it. I did see. I knew of his existence from earlier this year because I'd caught a glimpse on Eurogamer of that Soul Seraph. Which is oh, okay. apparently the the spiritual successor, much like Bloodstained is to Castlevania Symphony of the Night. And um, this Soul Seraph is the spiritual successor to Actraiser, but it was a huge flop. Ah, so yeah, I, never I actually, heard it tanked. Yeah, I never actually bought it, but it was at that point I learned what Actraiser was, and also the fact that Actraiser Two was a thing, but they completely removed the city building and. Um, management side of things so it was just a platformer which was also an odd decision very odd yeah so at that point I just I just put it out of my mind I don't know there must have been just something that I was playing or doing that made me think oh I don't want to go I'm not going to go and pick up that act razor because to all intents and purposes it reads like something that I would really like yeah well that's why I picked it sir I'm curious to see Mm. what you think yeah yeah, it's kind of like um, mixing Castlevania with The Sims a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so my history is uh, this was one of the first games that I played. Uh, I can't remember exactly what was the first. I just remember, you know, like like original batch that I had, like maybe first five games. Um, at first, I, I really didn't get along with it. For When I was younger, it was always, come on, when are we getting to the action sections? Give me the action sections. Um, once I started getting older, it was, uh, oh, I don't know, I'd rather do the, the city things. That's cool. I've probably beaten this upwards into the double digits. It's not a very long game. It's only, like, maybe four hours tops, if you know what you're doing. And so, uh, I've beaten this quite a few times. And it doesn't ever really drop in my estimation. Like, as the years go by, it, okay, I'll check out ActRaiser, see if it's gone down. Then, no, it, it kind of stays really high in my estimation. So, Craig. Yes. How does it feel to be a god? It feels great. It's actually, um, one of the first things I did 
was uh, tried out the US release and the Japanese release and the first thing you have to do obviously is put your name in as the master in the US release so you stick in the Japanese one and it's like God and I'm like yes. oh this is a bit this is a bit more flavoursome here the, the, the Japanese one goes all out for Satan God religion all that side of things and I know it always gets stripped out of US games as we've spoken about many times yeah but I ended up I fell much on the Japanese side of things so I just played through that one um, it feels great being a god I've always had a thing about being a god black and white when I was a kid was one of my favourite games as a kid and I'll, I'll, I'll admit I was horrible and did slap about my, my monster cat thing a wee bit I felt bad but I, I did it anyway it's just something that I like doing and it actually ties nicely into what we were also playing just now I don't know if you thought this at all but I did Nino too <laughs> <laughs> has the exact same thing so like whenever I play an RPG this is a wee bit off tangent but whenever I play an RPG I, I kind of like always finish the night by going home, sorting out my gear hit and save, job done with Nino Cooney, you go home and then you've got an entire kingdom to manage and this this is what like Actraiser felt like obviously with a platformer instead of an RPG on the other side I, it's great, It's just it just feels great doing that um, I'm kind of hesitant to actually go into an explanation of what Actraiser is, just because mm, it, it's sorry. a very famous game. No, 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 it, it's fine. I'm kind of deciding not to do it because everybody knows Actraiser yeah. for the most part. Um, just a very simple cut and dry. Half of the game is platforming and half of the game is managing this little civilization in a very simple way. It's not very deep, the civilization managing. Yeah, it's not deep, but I think they've managed to hit the balance of platforming and sim side of things really well. Like, it's the the right level of deep for the proportion of game that it is. So it's really satisfying to do it, and you have to put a, a bit of thought into things. And, you know, it's not simple, everything runs by itself. So there is there is a game there. So yeah, I enjoyed that side of things. The platforming a bit less, but uh, very well. stiff, very like mm-hmm. stiffer than Castlevania stiff. Oh yeah, like you you do have always in platforming that movement in midair. Yeah, but it does feel so stiff. It's also it's got that fantastic one pixel on the ledge and you're on the ledge thing again <laughs> yep. in Castlevania. The amount of times that came in handy. It feels like the game is designed at some points. There's pits you have to jump over. It feels like it's designed for landing on one pixel of your t- baby toe. I am. Um, now see, uh, that you know that, that temptation to explain away bad things in a game mm-hmm. when you really like the game? But if you didn't like the game, you'd be pointing at it going, this is awful. Yeah. Uh, I always thought it kind of worked being so stiff in Actraiser because, well, you're supposed to be a statue come to life. So naturally you'll be a little stiff. It wasn't uh, bad game design. No, sir. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm I'm actually now buying that. I'm, I'm bought into that. You've sold me. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is stiff. It feels a bit stiff. There's not a lot of the, there's a low animation count for like movement cycles and stuff. So when you go to duck to low attack, it's very it's a very sudden movement. It feels quite unnatural. But you're right, you're a statue. Wow, so, I never thought um, about it like that. 
out of curiosity, uh, taking us a little bit off Actraiser, so do you have any other um, experience with any Quintet games? Probably not, but uh, if I just do a quick Google, because it's the kind of thing that I would have researched in advance, I'm going to cut myself saying a quick Google. <laughs> um, and I'll well, just let them go- see that we're not gods, Craig. We're humans. I have got East on my list of stuff to do. And other than that, I don't really rec- I recognise Illusion of Gaia for some strange reason. I don't know why. It was really popular. Uh, but I've not I've not played anything else. Some of the cover art looks fantastic on some of um, these games. This is kind of uh, part of what's generally called by us super retro nerds. It's the Quintet Life and Death series. Uh, so this, Illusion of Gaia, Terra Enigma, and Soul Blazer, they all deal with life, death, and rebirth in terms of how they play. Mm. Like, you know, you're dealing with uh, those kind of themes. Um, the rest of them, Terranigma, Soul Blazer, and Illusion of Gaia, are all very Zelda-y. Okay. Or Secret of Mana-y. They're, this is the only one that's kind of like this. Yeah. And so for me, it's always stuck out as, oh, this is my favorite of those three. Um, actually, out, out of curiosity, how far did you get? Uh, I beat the third act of the platforming side of things. So there was, um, you do the first town, there's two mm-hmm. acts. Are, are they acts or levels? Acts. We'll go with oh, acts, chapters, acts. whatever. Yeah, whatever. So the first two of those, and then flew over into Blood Lake, Blood Blood Pool. Ah, oh, you're close. Blood Pool. Ah, oh, so close. Uh, and did the first platforming section in there, and then hit the village again, and it was a bit like, well, I'm going to do the same thing again. And there's clearly five towns about the world, or six towns about the world. So I kind of yeah. I got enough of it then to know what I was in for. I don't. Does the game get any more complex off the first one? Um, Not like the city building side of things hmm. or anything. Uh, well, there, there's like some. I, I, the, they're famous to retro gamers, but that may just be the little circles that I move in. Um, there, there. It's complex in terms of what the game does story wise, but not not really gameplay. It's still very much clear out monsters. Build the town, you know, direct which way you think the town should be built by clearing trees and stuff. And then little stories happen that you have to go down and deal with, I don't know what you would call it, worshippers, constituents. Um, oh, biggest complaint of the whole game right there. <sighs> what? Uh, every single time that your wee angel person comes to tell you that there's a worshipper, they say, oh, this is a bit of a surprise. There's worshippers there to see you. Every single time. It's not quite that language, but it's something like that. And you could get two or three of them in a row. So you get, oh, there's, uh, this is a bit of a surprise. <laughs> this, is un- this is unheard of. There's worshippers there. And then you come and you see the worshippers, you go back out. Oh, this is unheard of. There's worshippers there. And I'm like, I've just I've just had worshippers in. <laughs> and then the third time, oh, this is unheard of. There's worshippers there. And I'm like, well, this, this is the third time now, mate. You don't need to keep on telling me it's unheard of. It's pretty held off now. It's pretty anyway. stock standard, buddy. Um, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, did you get to the lost kid or music at all, by any chance? No, I don't think so. Okay, so one there's um there's a couple little stories it does with your worshippers, mm-hmm. and uh, they had a really big impact on me as a kid. I mean, now they're just kind of oh, okay, whatever. But you know, when you're a kid, dumb things leave an impact. And some of yeah. them are, you know, like there's, there's somebody got lost in the desert and they're about to die. And you actually have to scan the desert to find this one little pixel that's kind oh, of wow. struggling along and you can make it rain on them. And 
he's all happy, and then there's another the people stop believing in you and they start fighting amongst themselves and somebody oh. over on the other side of the world invents music and you have to bring music to them to calm the fighting. It's really cool, like, God stuff. I always yeah, I really enjoyed it. I didn't see any sign of unrest in the villages. There was, there was That first village was a very happy village. I, I, I don't think it's something that happens naturally, like SimCity. Yeah, I think it's okay. very much okay. You hit this trigger point Scripted. now. Bloodpool yeah. is going to start fighting amongst themselves, that kind of thing. Okay, but, right, yeah. So that's I must I must be close to that point then. And yeah, like like somebody dies, and then somebody writes a song to you in memory of that person, and you get to hear the oh, song quite, that they write. It's quite heavy. It is. It was very cool. It's like oh, wow. You, this is the dumbest thing I might have ever said, but it makes you feel like a god of like, oh, these are just mm-hmm. little people that worship me. This is great. And I yeah. always tend to get lost in the city building end of it. Um, Let's talk. Let's talk the uh, the music, man, because this is like Streets of Rage level famous music. Is it? Oh, yeah. That first track when you first drop into the forest uh-huh. and it's all like. Dun, 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 Famous in terms of SNES soundtracks. Oh, I, I like. I didn't again. Didn't know that, but it is. It's very good music. It's not like it's bad music. When were we talking about music last? There was some conversation we had where we said the music. Oh my god, that's Lemmings. That's next week. I was just about to say. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, it's very fitting. It goes well with the setting. It seems nice. And do you know what? I can't place for the life of me in the city building side of things what music or sounds are playing, but it must be so natural that I haven't noticed if there's anything at all. Oh, okay. So, like, like uh, during the city building part, yeah, that that's mm-hmm. oddly enough a very famous song too. Like, it's it? not famous as in like you know it mm. hit the top forty, but like yeah. everybody knows. Oh, the act raiser music. Yeah, this is this is oh, the good wow. stuff. It has a Don't very like medieval tavern vibe. Sorry. Go ahead. Anyway. Go ahead. What? Oh, no. All I said was don't say everybody because I don't know. 
You keep saying everybody well, I, knows. I, I'm, I'm sorry. When I say everybody, I mean like people that are really into retro soundtracks. Yeah, I yeah. shouldn't say everybody. It's not like kids down the street are playing Fortnite while they're listening to their Act Razor soundtrack. So that's something I want to talk about. Do you think that the style of game this is and the way this does it, I, I would say it's like 90% there. You could probably make little tweaks to make it better. But um, do you think that it simplicity is what holds it back from being something we play all the time. Like this and what is it? Um, soul Seraph, I think was uh-huh. the name of it. They're yep, like yep. the only two games like this. Yeah. It's, I started trying to Google and find other, maybe not even other games that are city building platforming. I want, I've got a hankering for mashup genre games now for some strange reason. Um, this is another one of those games, like we'll talk about next week, that they kind of hit the nail in the head first time. And the Soul, the Soul Seraph one, I read there was a line somewhere that said it's it's a good re-representation of Actraiser. It's pretty much the exact same thing, but it doesn't do anything better and it does some things worse. And I think that's the danger here because they've got it so right first time that how do you how do you follow up that you know big hit success? It, it's kind of weird too because on on its face, right? Like it looks incredibly simple. Oh, you have a simple city builder that kind of manages itself while you fly around and you shoot things, and then you just go to a arguably stock standard platformer. Where you have a sword and a guy goes, ha, 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 yeah. a whole lot. It shouldn't work, but it no. does. Uh, yeah, this was this was like a revelation as a kid, man. I was like, I, yeah. this is what this is why I must own a Super Nintendo. This game is like this, and then you know, then you play <laughs> Lemmings, and you're like, oh, oh uh, okay, yeah. But yeah, yeah um, it is very strange that nobody's decided to pick this up other than arguably a kind of looks awful soul seraph thing yeah is this something right. you'd be interested in like seeing remastered oh yeah yeah like see if this was remastered i could sit and play it on the playstation i'd be all over it like a, a rash it's great it took me by surprise because it's so well written about online there are uh, there's a million different things that you can read about it and there's a, a whole act or wiki and the more I read about it the more I thought this is a big game it's not like a wee thing that I didn't know so I just did I ha- I was blind to it which was all the better when I started playing it and it said you know like name your name God right okay I've given myself a name now go into battle and I did the first platforming level and I was like oh no no <laughs> And then the city, the city building bit started. And then by the time I finished that first city building thing, and I went into the second platform, I was like, "It's the same platforming, it's the same mechanics." And I was like, "This is really good. I'm really enjoying this." <laughs> yeah, that, that it does kind of lead with its worst foot. Like out of the two, oh, I think the platforming is the worst foot. Yep. Like if it just Definitely. started and the cherub was all like, "Oh, hey, you should go build a little bit." No, oh, no, we found a monster lair. I think that would be much mm-hmm. better. Yeah. Um. So, Actraiser Two. If you mm. didn't know what it was, listener, uh, they take out every little piece of the city building that's there. 
it is nothing but straight up platforming and hacking and slashing. And while I think it's fun, like I still enjoy Act Razor too. Uh, some of the reason is the bosses, the the design of bosses and enemies in this is really cool. Like their monster design is great, mm-hmm. and they ratchet it up almost to a gross degree in Act Razor Two. Not Splatterhouse level, but you know, yeah, it's, I was going to say it's, a, it's, a <laughs> <laughs> it's like ew, that giant slimy ant queen thing is kind of gross. Um. I, I, I like Act Razor 2, but not, it does that would get lost in a shuffle for me. Like it would just be like, oh okay, whatever, whatever. It's it's a platformer. So would you recommend Act Razor to maybe people that aren't huge into retro games? Eh, like Luke. Uh, like Luke. I don't know. Do you think Luke enjoys city building and things like that? He's too busy playing Warcraft, doesn't he? Really. Well, we all can't be saints, I guess. I know. I, no, I I wouldn't recommend it to Luke only on the basis of the kind of person that he is. He wouldn't like it, and then he'd blame me, and I would never hear the end of it. Well, do you really do you really think he's that terrible of a person? Yeah. Oh. Well, uh, we're going to have to start handing out some pink slips. <laughs> no, I like I I would rec- I would recommend people play it. Like I, anyone that I know that likes a retro game that hasn't played this should because it's another one since we've got into this going year by year it's another flipping classic same as next week next week next week um I'm gonna be sick for next week <laughs> you can't because we've already recorded it you can't damn it Craig you sick. keep you just keep <laughs> dashing the illusion <laughs> I'm yeah, there's, there's see that there's the problem, and we've run into this before. When you're talking about a classic like this, that maybe like it's not so bad when you're talking about things like Rolling Thunder, which nobody really talks about, right? Like you know, Rolling Thunder is great, but nobody really mentions it because it's Rolling Thunder. Um, mm-hmm. Or you talk about I'm just trying to remember ones I picked, uh, like Splatterhouse. It's a fun game, but yeah, whatever. It's got its fans, but it's, Act Razor is one of those things that's like everybody talks about act like you said there's a whole wiki and there's aren't aren't very many like non-rpg wikis devoted to snes games yeah and the fact that this has one is kind of huge so it's kind of hard for me to say anything that hasn't already been said a hundred times more or less just hey this is a good game every once in a while it's fun to play a good game yeah is this something that'll sit in your library at all yeah, I think so because I. It's only every so often that I, we finish recording, and then I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna pick that up and keep playing it." And I, I think I'll kick, I'll pick this up and keep playing it, and I might just do like a couple of the platforming levels and one of the towns, and then put it down for another couple of weeks. You know, just just pick it up every so often because it didn't take yeah. that first town I must have done in. Uh, 50 minutes or something like that, 45, 50, and I didn't know what I was doing. I imagine if yeah, I knew once what you I was know what you're it. doing, it, it slides pretty quick. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, so, uh, well, great. this is kind of a short one, but hey, it's ActRaiser. Stop listening to us and you should go try it for yourself because it's a mix of genres you'll never really see unless, you know, Sega makes Soul Serif 2 and it's awesome, even though it doesn't Soul Serif have like tower defense parts in it? 
It's not quite an exact copy. Yeah, so, yeah, there's um, tower defense, and the whole thing is there's a bonfire, I believe, in the center of the town, and the enemy are, the enemies are trying to make their way to the bonfire, so you've got tower defense, as well as city building and management, that side of things, and I think that's the bit where they've just went too far. They've, they've, they've went too far, Dave. They tacked on instead of refining. I wonder if, like, that's the type of project that's spearheaded by a guy that's very passionate about Actraiser. Like, it's one of his favorite games. Yeah. And then he doesn't get to make what he wanted to make. Instead, it has to be, you know, oh, well, we can't just have this. We have to add this. Yeah. And he's sitting there going, no, no. Yeah. I think that's the opposite problem to what Bloodstained was. Bloodstained was exactly what it was supposed to be. Yeah, no, no. Like, like um, keeping it to Actraiser, because if we talk about Bloodstained, we'll be here for another hour. But, mm-hmm. like, I wonder if that's a necessary step to somebody going, oh, yeah, ActRaiser. You know, Sega, I think it was Sega. Sega gives it a shot and yeah. eh, doesn't quite work very well. But then maybe somebody else will take another shot and be like, hey, let's, let's, let's try our own. And maybe if we're lucky, we can get this kind of mixture. Although, again, I would it be kind of like playing the original SimCity now that you have, like, SimCity 4? I know. Yeah, SimCity 4. Is it SimCity 4? I think SimCity oh, 4 is the last one, right? The, the Sims 4 is the fourth Oh, is it, one. it was just SimCity, I think. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. Um, I, I guess this brings up an interesting question of, do you think as gamers, especially us who grew up in that era, we don't really go for things that simple anymore? I don't know, like, because like, Nino Kuni's pretty simple on both sides of things. It's not a, an overly complex RPG, and it's not overly complex kingdom management. It's no, but it, it, it's, it's nice. more complex than ActRaiser. Oh, I suppose. Like, can you think of a game that uh, you really enjoy, really like playing, that is like that level of simplicity if it's not retro? Oh, God. Uh-huh. Uh, I honestly uh, can't. Um, I'll need to get back to you on that one. I'll maybe tweet it if I think of something, but I can't just now. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's like we cut it slack for its simplicity because of when it came out and what it was playing on. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's the Super Nintendo. It's Your microwave has a stronger processor now. But if you were to just port that forward, I, I don't think it would fly. No. Nah. Because even what we call simple games, like um, let's take, uh, for example, I'm looking at my crossbar, Downwell. Right? Very simple. Very simple game. Mm-hmm. Still has a little bit more going on under the hood. Yeah, yeah, you're very like, right. Uh, hmm. So I, I wonder. I'll have to keep my eye out for like really simple games just, just yeah. to see if, well, this is boring. Anyway, let's stitch this hmm. sucker up. Yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah. So correct me if I'm wrong, Craig. So on the end of the next episode, uh, which is Lemmings, mm-hmm. we didn't quite have a pick for 1992 yet. That's correct. So, since we're recording this afterwards, we now have a pick for 1992, and that is Wolfenstein 3D. Yeah. We saw return to Castle Wolfenstein. Um, Mecha Hitler is getting really uppity, so we must put him in his place. So if you have any thoughts on either, well, not Lemmings, because that's already recorded, I'm sorry. But if you have any thoughts <laughs> on Wolfenstein 3D, which is a, I would say it's a watershed moment in a lot of our gaming careers. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, hit us up. You can hit us up at thebiteffect.com, uh, Twitter, 
Instagram, Facebook, whatever, whichever your flavor is, you can hit us up on that. Uh, as for our next big game, you've heard us mention it, it's going to be Nino Kuni 2. So if you have anything you'd like for us to read on the air or just something you want to get off your chest about it, you can hit us up at those same places. And if you'd like to suggest a game that we play on either Retro Rewind or for the bit effect, then you can hit us up at the same place. We have a form you can submit. Uh, I think we have a user suggestion coming up, right? We do indeed. We are going to be playing The Simpsons. Oh, what one is it again? Hit and Run. Rage. Damn it! (laughs) Every time. So, uh, as we speak right now, we are all of us acquiring a copy as fast as we can. And as soon Mm -hmm. as we get to play that, we will pop up that episode. So, if you want to hear your name said by a couple people that are on a fairly Mm -hmm. unpopular podcast, (laughs) let us know. (laughs) Um, Something I do want to, I guess, get out there now, because we're getting close to the end of the year. And... um, Craig, this is for you as well. So once we get to the end of the year for our our norm, our big show, we do a, you know a best of the the year. Uh, I would like to do that with Retro Rewind again this year. It probably won't be very long, but we'll have a short little thing of you know pick your top three games that we did this year, and we'll talk about them and how you feel after playing them for so long. So keep that in mind. Yeah. And if you have uh, listeners, if you have top threes of like you know out of the games that we played this year like i don't know i think splatterhouse should be number one or you know things like that uh, let us know it'll be a lot of fun to discuss it thank you very much for listening and we will catch you next time in the dank dungeony halls of castle wolfenstein i can't wait um uh, Craig, since we just mentioned Wolfenstein, I need you to say Shizen Americana, and then, and then I'll shoot you. Okay. Shizen Americana. That was not very German, man. Oh. You gotta feel the role. Feel I'll, it. I'll work on that. For me. That's what I'll open <laughs> with. I'll work on that. I'll work on my accent. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. They, uh, we will catch you next time. And good night. Good night.